get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Baldy. This is the best football show. I'm here every day. It's Friday, December 15th. We're in the middle of a playoff push. And we saw a team that looked serious about a playoff push last night, and that's the Las Vegas Raiders. And I have done a Max Crosby video every single week since week four of his rookie year. This is four straight years of me breaking down Max Crosby because, honestly, when I watched the Raiders' defense, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. And I'm not – over the last four years, there just has not been a lot that just got me excited. Max was – from literally his fourth game against the Indianapolis Colts, his rookie year, he got me excited. And all I've done, all I've watched is this guy improve to become as good, if not the best, uh, defensive player in this league. Now, here's the thing. I've become good friends with Max Crosby. We we text all the time back and forth about different things, mostly football, but, you know, a variety of different things. And, you know, he's he turned his life around um, during the pandemic, him and his wife. They, he turned his life around when he watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. And he just decided that day, like, or that couple days when he watched, you know, the, the 10 episodes, that he was going to be Michael Jordan. And that's what he was going to be. And he is. He, he's literally Michael Jordan out there. There's nothing he can't do. And like Michael, he's got he's indefatigable. Like nothing gets him tired. Nothing. Nobody plays harder. Nobody plays more snaps. They put the graphic on TV. And I'm only giving you that background here because, like Michael Jordan, I texted this to Max this morning. Like Michael Jordan, his effort, his love, and his passion is truly contagious. And now you're seeing the contagious. You, you're seeing it. You're actually seeing it. Malcolm Kuntz, Tyree Wilson, right? Marcus Epps, Jack Jones, Robert Splane, Divine Diablo, Amik Robertson. They're playing the game the right way. They're playing as if the only 11 people that are important to any one of them is the 11 people on the field at that time. And I'm honestly the 53 guys in the locker room. Antonio Pierce got a lot to do with it. He has a great touch, but it is a brotherhood, and you could feel it. You, you saw it last week in Minnesota. They couldn't score. They couldn't score a point. Can't win games if you can't score a point. They scored two defensive touchdowns last night, and they go to Kansas City next week. And Kansas City is not Kansas City. Like maybe they come out of it, but they have gone to Kansas City and they have beaten the Chiefs before, while Max Crosby has been there. And I don't know, like Kansas City's defense is a hell of a lot better. Nobody's Nobody breaks down like the Chargers. But, you know, they got that sixth win last night. Two years ago, they were – make sure I got this right. Two years ago, they were five and seven. They're six and eight right now. Two years ago, they were five and seven and won their last four in a row to get to the playoffs. And they took Cincinnati to the brink. Cincinnati ended up going to a Super Bowl. But it was a ball game. Something about this Raiders team, man. Like, you watched the offensive line last night. 
And, you know, there's Thayer Munford, never played left tackle, pitching basically a shutout on Khalil Mack. You watch, is it Justin Meredith at left guard? I've never seen him play before. Maybe he has, just haven't watched him. Played very good. You know, and then their starting center last night was Dylan Parham, who's basically played every game um, at left guard since he was drafted in the third round out of Memphis last year. He's playing center for the first time. And then watching Michael Mayer block, I thought I was watching Gronk. Like, whether it was run blocking, whether it's pass protecting, whether it's going up against Khalil Mack, I know he had a touchdown. He had four catches. All Michael Mayer might be the best blocking tight end in the league right now, already in his rookie year. Trey Tucker, third-round pick out of Cincinnati. I mean, they've got pieces. And now it all came together last night. And it was, you know, look, hard game to announce, you know, for guys. People probably turned it off. But I got to tell you, I mean, yeah, the Chargers got all kinds of problems. I even tweeted out in the middle of the game last night, can you fire the coach at halftime? Just put him out of his misery and the team out of his misery because that's what it looks like. And it's a shame because they have a lot of good players, but they they just don't communicate. They break down, but I'm not taking anything away from the Raiders. Um, they earned that, that win. It was the most points ever scored by a Raider team ever. I mean, Al Davis was proud last night. Mark Davis proud. Vegas proud. They got 10 days to get ready for Kansas City. And who knows? Maybe they put a playoff push together this year. They did it two years ago. I'm sure Max Crosby is telling guys that were there with them, you know, we could do this. We've done it before. Let's get to Saturday. You know, the NFL, they own – they own – the television networks, they own sports, they own live TV, they own it. And they're smart. They always used to put some games on Saturday during the holiday season. People are home, they're decorating, they're pack, you know, they're wrapping gifts. Let's get games on. You've got the bowl season kicks off on Saturday. I don't know how many bowl games there are on Saturday and Sunday. There was probably six, eight, but none of them are going to come close to what we're going to watch in the NFL. The early game on Saturday is Minnesota at Cincinnati. Anybody watching Minnesota right now? You paying attention? You seeing what Brian Flores is doing? You seeing what Ivan Pace Jr. did last week? What Josh Metellus does every week? What they're doing defensively right now, outside of the shutout against the Raiders last week, they've got this team in contention. Now, they're gonna gonna hand the ball to Nick Mullins. Tell him don't screw it up. Defense will keep me in the game. It's going, to be a, it's going to be a good one. Cincinnati under Jake Brown, he's completing over 80% of his passes. Um, Cincinnati's defense has had problems uh, stopping the run. It's, a, it's, it's real. But the question, and I think the area that I want to concern, really concentrate on in this game, is Cincinnati's offense with Jake Brown, where the ball comes out quick, he's accurate, he knows where to go, he can extend plays, He's got an elite receiving core, including tight ends and running backs. Um, Chase Brown at running back now, like, is a factor. He's just a factor. Um, he's really a good football player. Uh, this should be an unbelievable game. Both teams are seven and six. Both teams are in the playoffs, and they're looking to cement their position in the playoffs. The loser still in it with 
you know, still in it, no question, with three games to go. This is critical, though. You win this game, you can you can really start thinking about football in January. I can't wait to watch that game. Saturday, I guess, 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock start. Then the afternoon game is Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. Two seven and six teams. Pittsburgh's lost two in a row. Mitch Trubisky was awful against the Patriots last Thursday. And it wasn't just him. Like They did not play well as a group. The New England Patriots were awful on offense going in there, and they allowed Bailey Zappi to look like he belongs. And that's that's on Pittsburgh's defense. So Indianapolis got to hand it to Shane Steichen. You know, I mean, he brought Gardner Winshaw with him from Philadelphia because he was there with Gardner. He saw him win games, come in and replacement of Jalen Hurts. And Gardner can play. He can win you games, and he's winning games. Indianapolis defense has played very well. The front is very good. Defensive front. Uh, that guys can get out. Quiddy Pay, um, Abukem, Samson, DeForest Buckner. You just go through the list. They get Big Grover Cleveland back. Um, this uh, this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game because the loser, I think, you can say, ah, you know, I don't know. I, I like, I think if Pittsburgh loses this game, they lose three in a row. It might be too hard to overcome. They need a much better performance from Mitch Trubisky. I don't know if they're going to get it. I just don't know. I don't know that he's improved enough where he can really truly read defenses and find open receivers on a consistent basis in what you have to do against a team that has a great pass rush. I kind of like Indianapolis in this game. And then the nightcap is one of the best games this weekend. The Denver Broncos in one of the great coaching jobs this year by Sean Payton is going into Motown, going to play the Detroit Lions who have lost two of the last three. And it hasn't been pretty. Obviously, losing on Thanksgiving to Green Bay wasn't good. Losing last week to Chicago in Chicago wasn't good. But they haven't really played good football. They haven't really played strong football in a month. So when I watch Denver play right now, I see a defense that is tied for the league league in takeaways. They got some more last week. Um, some, you know, they come in bunches. You can't always count on Jaquan McMillan or PJ Locke or, you know, you can't, you know, Alex Singleton, you can't just rely on takeaways. You have to create them, but if you don't get them, you have to play good defense. I love the way Denver's playing. I I just love how Sean Payton has maximized his roster right now. And defensively, they have everything you need. Jared Cooper, Nick Bonito, um, they got Pat Zach Allen. They got pass rushers. They got two inside linebackers that play really well together in Zoji Jewel and Alex Singleton. Vance Joseph has proven that he can break down your protection. And that's really the key in this game is can they break down Detroit's protection and get to Jared Goff? Because if you get to Jared Goff, you can make good things happen. They've got a good offensive line, but you you what you do is you overload one side, you get free hitters, you understand they're sliding to the left, you, you attack the backside of the slide. You beat them at their own game. I think they have the capability of doing it. I'm not impressed by Detroit's defense. Um, I've been saying that for weeks now. 
Alex Anzalone and Aiden Hutchinson and Brian Branch. They're good players, really good players. I still see them having enough. And what Denver has figured out is that all right, we're, we're not dynamic. We're not dynamic on offense yet. But we can run the ball. We have the same offensive line for now the 15th week in a row. All right, so you can run the ball with, you know, with uh, with Javante, with Samaje, with uh, Jaleel, you got, and Russell. And then you get you take your shots. You take your shots when you can get your shots. I just think they're playing the game the right way. Take care of the football for the most part. Um, they know who they are. And I, I still like Detroit. I feel like Denver can go in there and win this game just because of how solid they are and how well coached they are. Saturday is going to be just must-see TV. I mean, literally, it's going to be hard to leave the family room, the game room, the war room, the, you know, the television room. Um, it's going to be hard to leave. These games are going to be that good. And it just leads into Sunday where there's, you know, I mean, there's seven or eight games all have playoff implications. This might be the best overall weekend of football that we have watched in a long time. Uh, just like, if you're watching Red Zone, I don't know if they could click to these games fast enough for what we're going to see. All the way to Monday night when Philadelphia, you know, plays in Seattle, where they have not won in the last 12 tries. The Philadelphia Eagles have not won in the last 12 tries. It might be 17 tries. It's been a long time since Philadelphia's gone to Seattle and won. Anyways, that's the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger. Come find me on Twitter at Baldy NFL on uh, you know Instagram, uh, YouTube. Find me wherever you can find your uh, your podcast uh, on the free Odyssey app. Uh, hit that click, like, and share button as much as you can. We're trying to get these daily podcasts every day. I'm just literally just got done studying the Raiders last night against the Chargers. I'm just going to tell you what I see each and every day. Hope you're listening, telling your friends, and following. Have a great weekend, everybody. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend of football.